Okay, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, back into the podcast routine. I'm not sure on class this is series number two, or whether they're just going to be a bit more sporadic than they have been, or we're just going to try and get consistent with them again. You know, consistency is key and all that jazz. But um, I've done an Instagram post on this recently. Um, anybody who's part of my email chain would have got an email about this recently. Um but it's quite a big thing. Instagram don't give you enough letters and there's only so much you can bang on about something in an email. So I've got the email notes or the email in front of me that I sent. I've got the notes on the Instagram thing that I had to type out, I had to edit slightly. Um, and it's about calories in versus calories out. Um, hopefully with this podcast, I'll be able to explain it a little better. Um, certain other little nuances, um, certain words I just can't spell, um, certain tone and certain language, which can add to some sarcasm, which you can't really get through on written word. I kind of found both were on point maybe, but maybe not, not to the degree that I would have liked. So calories in versus calories out. To start off with, we're going to talk about general fat slash weight loss okay so our calories and what they're made up of are more important than maybe the calories themselves as far as a healthy diet will go but when it comes to fat loss then fat loss and health could be considered as two separate things. We want them to cross over. We want them to be the same. Obviously, let's not go to extremes. Let's not be idiots about this. But we could lose weight and not have a healthy diet. We could have a healthy diet and be overweight. It does come down to how many calories you put in to how many calories you burn. Calories in versus calories out. Okay, so it's quite a simple kind of premise. Unfortunately, as with most things that sound quite simple, just aren't really that simple sometimes. So in the email, I believe, I worded it in the case that if you had somebody with depression and you knew someone with depression and just telling that person to cheer up, or if you knew somebody who had an alcohol dependency and told them just to stop drinking, I mean, theoretically, meh, maybe you're right, but you're being a bit of a dick. Because it's just not that easy. If it was just that easy, they would just do it, right? So if somebody is overweight or maybe we're going to obese with this, if somebody's got to that level, then it's not just as easy as eating a little bit less. Like they'll obviously have some issues there with food, emotional attachment to food, which is not going to help with some idiot just saying, just eat less, mate. You know what I mean? So we'll bring it back. It does boil down to it, but... You know, it's not a helpful saying for a lot of people. You know, some people is going to help. Oh, right, is that all I've got to do? That's all I've got to do. Brilliant, and that's what I'll do. For others, it's going to be more complex. That's why the issue of nutrition and nutritional fat loss and weight loss you know, is quite simple and complicated at the same time, which is a messed up way of looking at it. So a couple of things that kind of make this harder, right? So we can say cheer up someone to depression but it doesn't really help but what could we do to someone who's obese to say and eat less what better advice could we give them 
what we could do, let's look at one of the biggest challenges, right? One of the biggest tools we have, shall we say, in weight loss is our NEAT, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. The amount of calories we burn during a day doing stuff, okay? Non-planned exercise, exercise. So that's walking, doing the chores, dancing while cooking dinner, sex, if you're lucky enough, right? You get the idea. It's even as little as correcting your posture while you're sitting down, fidgeting, just doing little movements over a whole course of a day could add up to a massive difference. Even just a little, just holding your posture, just getting those kind of things right, make a big difference. Now, the classic ones is obviously just going for a walk because most people... The majority of people, you guys listening to this, most of you can go out and go for a walk. You know, and if you listen to this and you can't, you have to go out for a roll, then, you know, go out rolling. I'm not sure if that's offensive to people in wheelchairs or not. I don't know many people. I really meant no offence if it gets that far. But you know what I mean. It's just going out, being active. Okay? So this could vary. Okay? So your base levels of neat, shall we say, can vary you know some of us will burn about 300 calories a day to the very active people who don't even realize they're being that active could go up to 2,000 calories a day now a lot of that would depend on your job so if you've got quite an active job you can do a lot of walking around then you know you're going to be burning quite a lot of calories throughout the day we think of like nurses police officers kind of on their feet doing a lot quite a busy active kind of job then we've got your folks like uh, chefs, waitresses, waiters, that hospitality industry. You know, a lot of steps. Cleaners, you know, you're, you're moving about quite a lot. Um, your lifestyle choice. You know, then you do have a choice as to get up and go for a walk. You know, so you have that opportunity, right? Whereas sometimes it might not be ingrained in you to do that. You may prefer to revert back sit and watch a couple of movies and not do those steps you know it it comes somewhat comes a priority it's somewhat just what you're used to doing maybe how you've been brought up you've been brought up in quite an active family where sports are life then you're going to be more inclined to take that into future selves your neat activities could just be higher and you may not even know about it subconsciously you may just be doing more. You may just move more. You may fidget more. You know, hold yourself better. And subconsciously, you could be doing that, and that could be an extra three, four, five hundred calories you don't even know you're doing a day. Where somebody who is quite traditionally, let's just say, lazier, lazy is probably not a great word, but more sedative, if that's a good word to use instead, um, may not be burning those extra three, four hundred calories. So that could make a difference added up over time, right? So just with our conversation for the last couple of moments about NEAT, and it's very important, I just want to reiterate the point, it's very, very important to get our NEAT up. But we look at that subconscious kind of element and the way you've kind of been brought up through life and the things you do naturally. You know, already that kind of muddies the water a little bit more than just eat less, move more. Because you might not be that kind of person, it might not be you. That doesn't mean you can't change. That doesn't mean we can't implement change and try more. But just naturally speaking, you may just move less. You may just fidget less. You may just sit quite still. You might have a very stationary job. You know, 
unless you want to go quit your job and go be a more active job, you know, that's something you're going to have to work around. You know, it's a case of just going to make a cup of tea. Is it just a case of going to get some water? If it's just a case of parking a little bit further away in the morning from work and going to and from lunch, making the most of some lunch breaks or breaks during the day. Yeah, we can, we can do more, but it's it's more complex than just eating less, right, and moving more. So already we've got like one kind of element. Then we've got the environment that we live in. Okay, I'm not kind of talking about temperature and weather when it comes to environment, how much it's going to rain or not. England, it rains a lot. Just in case any international listeners. So it rains a lot. I'm not talking about that kind of environment. I'm kind of talking about the environment that we live in as far as technology is concerned um, and how we live in quite an obese kind of prevalent society right now. It is easy to be obese, right? We kind of promote the fact that you can be obese and it'd be okay. I mean, 64% right now, people are overweight or obese. So it's easy to be. So let's just throw out a couple of examples here, okay? So you can sit on your couch now and you can ask your smart device to do things for you. So turn off the lights. You don't have to get up and turn off the lights. You can ask it to order your favorite food still and it will remember that and it will just place your order for you. You don't have to get up. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to talk to someone. I mean, yes, you can ask your smart device. I'm not saying it because Russia is going to start kicking off in the background which nobody wants to hear. So we can do that. We, we can get on our phones. You know, as soon as you pick up your phone, swipe up Face ID, you've unlocked it. And then you've got a sea of like different apps and stuff that you've got on your phone. If you've got Deliveroo, you've got Just Eat on your phone already, the Domino's app, Pizza Hut, whatever your thing is. You can order any amount of food from your phone. You don't have to talk to anyone. That's the thing. You don't have to say out loud what you're about to eat. You can just order it. You know, sometimes saying stuff out loud has, well, I don't want to say an element of guilt to it, but it has that element of realisation of how much you're about to order. You're telling someone rather than just tapping it on an app. You know, it's great. It's easy. It makes life easier. But on the same note, as it makes life easier, maybe we're tending to eat, overeat more. I mean, obesity is going up. Regardless of anything that we're trying to do as a nutrition level, as a personal training level, as a local government, as a major government, as, as the government goes, you know, the things they're putting in place, that we're putting in place, don't seem to be working for the mass. Maybe it's more of an individual problem, but you know, when you've got that, when you unlock your phone, you've got that temptation every time, it is right there, right? I mean, the big thing in culture right now, uh, I know like a couple of other bigger cities have got them as well, but these like electric scooters you pay to ride, um, if you don't know, then your town, wherever you're going to know. Um, some are green and black, I believe. We have orange and black ones. Um, you can jump on one. I think it's like a couple of pounds for, I don't know, a certain amount of time. Two, three, four minutes, something like that. A couple of pounds or a pound a minute. I don't really know. But nonetheless. Um, but they, these electric scooters basically take you in and around Colchester and you don't have to walk anywhere. So you can stand on a scooter. You don't have to have a car. If you have to have a license, but... You can zoom around Colchester and you don't have to get those steps in. So we were making it easier for people to get around. Now, I believe the idea is obviously so you don't use a car, so you use this piece of transport instead. But nonetheless, it's then instead of having to walk, you can use this piece of transport. So we're almost discouraging people to walk. Where I think the aim is to stop people using cars and make the planet greener. I kind of get that. But 
On the other hand, we're making it a lot easier for people not to walk anywhere. We can just jump on a scooter quickly so we don't have to. Um, then we've got price. You know, not all healthy, inverted commas, food are um, expensive. It doesn't have to be overly expensive. But like I've said before, um, definitely in the email I sent out um, and on Instagram before, if you're going to buy, I used the example of a lasagna. So you buy a lasagna for four people from Tesco. I think it's around four pounds still. When I used the example, it was about four pounds. I checked it out. Um, to buy 5% mints from Tesco is about £3.50 to £4, depending on what quality you kind of, you're kind after. So it's just as expensive to buy the mints on, it own, on its own as it is to buy a whole lasagna. So it's cheaper, you know, to buy it ready-made, which, you know, for some people, like, we can't shame people for wanting to do that, right? They want to save some money, and if the lasagna is cheaper on its own, to buy it ready-made, then make it yourself. You think of the cost of running the oven, the cost of buying the pasta, the sauce, or even making the sauce, if that's what you do, the tomato base for your, for your bolognese, your cheese sauce, your cheese, all that kind of stuff, that all adds up. Yeah, you can use the cheese for other things, and you can use the you know, leftover mints for other things if you've got some, you know, but then that's still initial cost that some people do not have, so we don't want to shame people for this, but we are making it easier for people to eat something that then would be a lot higher in calories than if you'd made it yourself. But if you can't afford to, then, you know, we don't want to be known shaming people for that. So, like I said, like those few examples, three or four examples there, yeah, it's easier right now. We're making our life easier for to be overweight or obese. Um, so, a quick little kind of sidestep with the whole lasagna thing, you know, if, if you're going to buy that ready-made lasagna, don't feel judged for doing it. You know what I mean? If, that, if that's what you need to do to survive, make sure your family can eat, then do it. Don't, don't let some idiot on a podcast or YouTube or Instagram or wherever tell you that processed food's the devil and you shouldn't be eating it. You're, you're doing the best you can do, right? If possible, you know, buy a bag of salad for a pound on top of that. You know, just have a little side salad with it. You know, I'm not talking a lot. Just do what you can do, right? Try and add add that little bit of healthy. And even if it's just like a pack of carrots, I think they're like 79p at the moment. Tesco do some offers on some stuff. So do little, that 50, 40p kind of price range. And just add some extra little veg on the side. You know, work it, work it out a little bit. Do your best, but I assume you I don't mean to say that. So yeah. So then we've got so then we've got obviously like the ease of the environment, right? The environment we live in, and then we've got neat, right? The kind of like your your your, na your natural resting stuff, right? We not exercise activity stuff, the posture, the movement, the fidgeting stuff. You can't really control that much. You're either a fidgeter or you're not. I mean, you have your whole good posture. You can improve, but generally speaking. Most people don't focus on that. So that's three, 400 calories there that we're maybe not doing. Then we've got the environment. Every time we unlock our food, phone, we're looking at we're bombarded by food adverts, TV, etc., etc. And then we've got cost as well. So already we've got two big factors that why just eating less sometimes isn't as easy for people. Then we've got distractions. Okay, how many times can we honestly say, right, 
but you've gone and you've eaten in front of the telly and you've kind of mindlessly eaten some pizza and you haven't realised how much you've eaten. And then before you know it, you've got a stomach ache because you've eaten too much, but you've never you've lost that point where you've gone, oh, I'm actually full. And even before the point of fullness that you're just satisfied with dinner, you've stopped. Not many of us can probably say we, we know where that point is still. Um, if you're a parent, there's distraction of having kids, then poof, you know what? We can relate. Well, I can relate. You know, most of you can relate to that, right? Kids are busy. Kids are, you know, we want to be sitting around the table. We want to be having conversations and we want to interact with each other. That's the whole great thing about dinner, eating together and slowing everything down which is a wonderful thing to do, but also the kind of like when they're a little bit younger, that could become a distraction. So we're not saying don't eat with your kids or anything because it's going to form amazing kind of family bonds and better food, um, better food experiences for your kids when they get older as well. But again, it is a little bit of a distraction. So we have to make sure we're being really extra mindful at these points. But what would be even worse than that is obviously having the laptop computer on at lunch throwing down some lunch and not even thinking about what you're eating so that's one thing we can do you know, if, you've, you're, if you have the time you have a set of lunch break and you walk away from lunch you go to a cafeteria then you've got all the um, benefits of being able to do that as well awesome quick stop for a coffee break there sorry about that so we've got environment and we've got neat activities so and being distracted okay so we've got quite a lot of things going on that can make this harder than it needs to be we kind of touched on it briefly but advertising okay so we've got adverts if you go on the tube if you go on a bus stop if you go look on facebook google radio tv you cannot you can't really go anywhere right without an advert popping up city game on your phone mail drops you know and if you're struggling to lose weight already and Domino's send you a 50% off offer, 50% off offer through the post, that's not going to make your life any easier. If anything, it's going to make it harder. You know, and they're the kind of things you can't really stop. Now, you are either going to be mentally prepared to deal with that or you're not. Yeah, you know, we were all wired a little bit differently. Some people are going to see an offer and go, yep, I need to have that offer just because it's an offer. Others, you know, we'll be able to ignore that offer and move on and not have to worry about it. So how do we how do we get around this, right? Some things we just can't. Some things we're just gonna have to deal with. Some people, some of you you just don't fidget as much as others. And that's just the way you are, right? Some people you you might not love exercise, you might not be a big fan of moving around too much, but some of that's going to have to be a little bit of dealing with it and you're going to have to move around a bit more. And some of it's just going to have to be finding stuff you enjoy doing. There's lots of different types of activity out there, whether it's walking, whether it's bike rides, whether it's tennis, badminton, volleyball, swimming, running, jogging, cricket, you know, there are plenty of other activities out there that you you got, I'd, I'd struggle to believe you couldn't you didn't like any of them. You know, some of you might have to build up into. You might not have the strength or the stamina right now to start, 
well, not to start, but to continue and be at the top of your game maybe, but eventually, if you enjoy doing it, you're going to keep on doing it. So, yes, we have we really have to add in emotions. Your emotions are going to play a massive part. And we have to kind of almost recognise the fact that if you're not feeling great, some of us are going to tendency to eat. Yes, we have to put in coping mechanisms. We have to put some procedures in place. So that's maybe not our go-to. But when... But also in the other way, when things are going well, like food can be a reward for some people. And food, we should just see it as enjoyable, flexible, but rewarding people with food, you know, may not, may not work. I don't know. But either way, so how do we get this spinning around to end with a somewhat more of a positive twist, right? So yeah, like we said about lasagna, we, we can add more vegetables into that. We can have a little less lasagna, have a little bit more vegetable, which is always going to help, right? If we are going to get one of these scooters, the same kind of principle goes with a bus, then just jump off half a mile earlier than you would have done. Not only are you going to save yourself a few quid, but you get a few extra steps in. Um, finding foods that you enjoy eating that fit in with your goal right so there's thousands of different types of fruit and vegetables probably more than thousands but you know you can't tell me you dislike all of them just try them give them a go cook them in different ways boiled or steamed cauliflower tastes completely different to roasted you know if you boil it in plain water or salted water will make a difference if you roast it in some herbs and some spices like curried roasted cauliflower is going to taste completely different to boiled salted cauliflower or cauliflower cheese you know they're, they're all going to taste different so they find a way to make make food enjoyable and it's going to align with your goals as well if you if you bit spiced on some cauliflower you know you, you're laughing right um enjoy exercise in and out of the gym like we said you, you're going to find something you're going to enjoy so enjoy it and remove guilt from food you know don't label any food as good and bad no one food is good or bad no one meal is good or bad it's what you do continuously in your diet will define whether it's good or bad over a long or a period of time so yes calories do matter if you want to lose fat then you have to reduce calories it's oh yeah so you have to reduce calories is is that i'm a begrudge of the word simple but that's what it comes down to it's just like if you want to stay on the earth you have to abide by the laws of gravity if you want to lose weight then we are bought abide by the laws of thermogenesis big old words there probably mean nothing so if you're trying to lose weight and it's not a hell yes then it's a hell no for now don't try if you're not ready to do it if you're not ready to stick to it it can be tricky can be annoying but long-term gains are what we're after that 
is calories in versus calories out. In a nutshell, I guess. Until next time. First podcast done in ages. Hope you all enjoyed it. Cheerio.